Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I wanna do now is making it last. Mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers, friends forever. A lot of us, most of our time is spent at work. Hmm. Whether we want to admit it or not, work is an important part of our life, as much as some of us try to compartmentalize it. Welcome to Make It Last podcast. I'm your host, Nuri Diris, all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. We're going to talk about how can a toxic work culture be transformed. And we're talking with Candice May Gruber, who is an author of two books and she is part of the john maxwell organization and i'm excited about that because i have a dream of joining them one of these days but she's an executive director but she's also the founder of candace may training and services welcome candace hi noreen so glad to be here so a toxic work culture how how are you able to to, and, I, and I'm asking this to make sure that everybody has a context. How can you identify a toxic work culture? Thank you for asking that. That was going to back up and go, let's first make sure we all agree mm -hmm. on what it means to have a to toxic be... culture. Mm -hmm. I believe a toxic culture can be identified by teams that are working in silos, um, empire building, uh, internal conflicts of communication, um, bully, bullying, mm. uh, hostile work environments, um, a sense of not having safety, not just physical safety, but psychological safety. Like you're afraid to share your opinions because you're gonna be shut down. It's like constantly hitting that brick wall, try to mm -hmm. put your best foot forward and you, you're shut down. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, that's a toxic work culture, right? That, and cultures, what is a culture? A mm -hmm. culture is, a culture is, um, is defined as, as an organization or behaviors within an organization or a group of people mm -hmm. that um, are built on beliefs and interactions and traditions and things that are handled. So when you work in a, an office or a workplace, you might walk into a beautiful lobby and they have this beautiful picture on the wall that says mm -hmm. vision and their vision, right? Does that make it true? Mm -hmm. If you were to walk around that organization and ask multiple employees in different departments, what is the company mission? What is the work culture? Would, would they all give you the same answer? Would they understand what their position is? Uh, and how they mm. support that mission for the company, uh, even at the janitorial level or the accounts receivable or mm. uh, inventory warehouse staff, would, would they all know how they're contributing to that mission? Um, if you have a really strong culture, mm. they will. They should all be able to, to give you the same words, that, not just words, but understanding what the connotations of each of those words are. So they, they would understand how they relate to the, the company mission. 
they would have an understanding of different people's personalities and their strengths. Um, we build the culture we want and we mm -hmm. create uh, or, and we maintain it. We make sure the people we hire are a good fit and they blend, they share values that, that the organization has and they understand how they fit into the roles. Or we don't, we just plaster a picture on the wall mm -hmm. and then let everybody do their own thing. And what you'll get is, is a hostile work environment or at least uh, a, a, a culture of chaos at most, right? At least that's what you'll get. So you you set the background and, and the whole idea is about how, how to then transform this culture. But how do you even get to that point when it is that with all of what you just described, people will enter the space and they will say, or those who are already there will say, it is what it is. This is how it has always been. So we just, you know, work with it. Well, unfortunately, that's what happens often. My goal is to work with a leadership team first and foremost, um, develop some coaching with the leadership team. Um, mm -hmm. I have some great interactive tools to um, bring them together into a fun interactive environment filled with laughter and uh, observations to uh, deepen bonds and understandings of each other and identify what their leadership level is. Uh, because mm -hmm. we need to grow each leader in their personal growth and in their mm -hmm. understanding of leadership principles. Um, and then we can begin to, to work throughout the rest of the organization. I, I think it's important in an organization that we're nurturing everyone. Everyone is mm -hmm. nurtured in, in life and as a human and they're valued as a person and uh, recognized in, for what they're contributing. And there's compassion, right? There's a lot going on. And when people have deaths in families and, and, and issues going on, you can't segment your life. You can't pull away personal mm. events from work events. Whatever's happening That's in your true. life is going to come to work with you, whether you like it or not. So when I give you 100% mm. of what I have to give you of myself today, and I'm in a perfect world, you might get 100%. <laughs> but if my children are sick, mm. or I have someone who's really uh, tragic going on in my life, you might get 80% of me. But when I come to work, I can give you 100% of that 80% that I have to give you. As long as I know mm -hmm. that you care about me, as long as I know that you value me and you have compassion to understand I have these other things going on in my life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That makes a big difference, does it not? When you know somebody cares about you, uh, you're going to give them your all. You're, you've won their heart. And that's what we mm -hmm. would like to build. In, into leadership, this understanding. Um, traditionally, we have the command and control style of leadership. I mm -hmm. used to say it, it really began in the industrial age mm -hmm. in Black History Month has say, no, it goes back to the plantations, right? Where mm -hmm. it was command and control style. However far back you wanna take it, that has become the norm in the most companies around the world, command and control. And, um, do as I say, not as I do. Uh, uh, this is a job description. You've got to focus on this. Doesn't matter, you know, what, what, whatever it is. Um, not maybe, maybe not necessarily caring about what the employee's strengths are. But what 
a powerful organization it is. And when we have some like this, we just don't have enough of them. Um, mm. When they come in and they say, what are your strengths? What can you do well? We have all this work that needs to get done and I'm going to build a job description for you. Right? Mm -hmm. So we might have some canned job descriptions in companies now and right. we can hire for those. But when we get them filled, maybe we find out Bob has a better skill set for something Carol is supposed to do. Wouldn't it be wise to take that from Carol and give it to Bob and let him do it, even though it wasn't mm -hmm. in his original job description? Adjust the job descriptions because it becomes um, more joyful for the people doing the work. They're working in their strength and in their passion, morale increases. The work gets done much faster. There's not as much procrastination. There's not anger and frustration when people are appreciative for what they have to offer and are able to work in their strengths. Um, how much more pleasant is it when you're asked, Noreen, what do you think about this situation? I would really do care with your expertise. What, what can you, what are your ideas? I'd like mm -hmm. to hear versus that's not your job. It's not your responsibility. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to share that right now. Right. Um, These are small things, but they all add up to big things, big impact. Bullying, a hostile environment. Hmm. Is that your reality at your workplace? We're going to take a quick break. Listen to our partners and we'll be right back. Photography is an art, but more so photography must come from the heart. Precious moments, priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. For beautiful captures, email us at bmcphotographyja at gmail.com or call us at 876-350-7089. BMC Photography JA, beautiful moments captured. Are you struggling to become an effective communicator? Let Noreen Daly, the communication specialist, get you there. Services include communications consultancy, one-on-one -on -one coaching, public speaking and debate training, leadership and team building sessions, plus much more. Visit NoreenDaly.com for more info. Noreen Daly, redefining the way you communicate. Are you looking for one-of-a-kind products customized to suit your needs? Then shop at Trending Things, the place where customization is always an option. From personalized gifts to apparel, accessories, drinkware, and home decor, you name it, we make it. Get your favorite designs on any item for party favors, weddings, graduations, or any special occasion, all at affordable prices. What are you waiting for? Visit our website at trendingtips.com to order your trendy item today. Trending Tips, bringing creativity to things you love. Does your business lack branding having difficulty realizing your vision? Look no further. Splinth Brand Design Consultancy specializes in developing personal and business brands. Services include strategic management, website creation, social media branding, and more. Visit them online at www.wearesplint.com. Splinth, the branch you need to succeed. We spend a lot of time at work. It is therefore quite important that we continue this conversation to find out how we can then transform a toxic work culture. 
Do you think what you're saying, though, can really work right across industries, right across different areas? Because there are some, I believe, some situations where you do have to take command and yeah. control because yeah. if not, the productivity level might be impacted negatively. Yes. So, you know, do you think this works right across the board or it's based on a particular situation? I think there are different styles of leadership required for different situations. I call it situational leadership. Yes, mm -hmm. it's a very good point, Noreen. I don't want that to be taken out of context, right? Mm -hmm. um, there are times when we do need command and control style leadership, uh, assembly lines and various other things. There are mm -hmm. certain in, uh, construction sites or various things. Sometimes uh, there are uh, different styles of, of behavior that need to be done. However, uh, even so, the communication can be increased and become more okay. civil. Because I have worked in uh, blue collar environments and in, in IT and so forth mm -hmm. and warehouses and so forth. When, when some of those warehouse managers are, are, are gruff and rude and downright demeaning to the guys mm -hmm. working in the, in, in the, in the warehouse. It doesn't have to be that way. Construction sites, right? There's a way to, to devalue your people and to communicate with them in a way that cares. And I believe it's, it's, it's even possible to offer some personal growth tools, especially uh -huh. in today's digital age uh, with online portals where people can have access to training outside of their work hours that could increase their awareness and their communication mm -hmm. and their attitude. Maybe you can't do the training for a construction site for the guys on site, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you could provide some training for them. It may be online, it may be digital, it may be outside of work hours, but it could be a bonus. It could be an incentive for them, right? Um, and when you are increasing their value and their level of communication, um, you're changing lives. They're taking those skills home with them. They're impacting their families and how they interact with each other will change. Um, I have a part-time job as a marketplace chaplain and we work with all kinds of employers, whether they're construction or fast food or uh, car dealerships or mm -hmm. uh, offices. And we, we walk around and check in with the employees um, to see how they're doing, to let them know they're not alone life is difficult and sometimes we don't have anyone to share with or anyone to to um give us hope and so it's really important that we're offering hope to people especially like through this pandemic and now people are mm -hmm. afraid physically and emotionally um all kinds of new levels of segregation masking unmasking vaccinated not vaccinated you know mm -hmm. so much more is happening in our workplace. Everything is changing. So there's new levels of commitment I think we we need to give to each other. Okay. Okay. So if 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 I'm listening and I'm watching and I'm saying, but I work in this organization and I recognize that based on all of what you said, Candice, this is a toxic environment. But as a worker, I don't see where I have the power to change or to transform this culture. 
what then? You may not have the authority to change the organization, but you have the power to change you. You have the power to change your attitude and to, to increase your awareness and to build boundaries for yourself of what kind of behavior you will accept and what kind of behavior you will not accept. Uh, you have the ability to um, enhance those skills and then decide, is this environment I wanna work in? You have the opportunity to share with your supervisor or the powers that be contact information with resources that could increase. I know I offer mm -hmm. uh, free workshops where I will come and, and engage a group uh, sharing information and, and just as, a, as an outreach. And if, if the manager, I require a manager of decision maker mm -hmm. to be present, but the goal is that they would see the impact and the value of, of this kind of training and then be interested in pursuing it further. Which is a nice segue then into my next question, which is, so I'm listening and I'm saying, okay, I, I recognize that where I am and, and where I lead, it is toxic. As a leader, what are you telling me that I need to do right now to transform? Contact Candace May Training and Services. <laughs> okay. Let's have a conversation. I, I do offer free conversations, uh, 15 minutes to start with, where I okay. listen to you and listen to your work environment, listen to the challenges you might be having. And if we think it's a good fit, and I think I, I honestly have resources that can assist, um, we will schedule another meeting and go through a tailored program. I, I have what makes me unique from other training companies, I believe, is I, I do have a comprehensive company leadership development program. It does include training and it includes coaching for the leadership team. Um, when you combine training, of that you combine coaching on top mm -hmm. of training, you get an 80% higher uh, sus sustained behavior change, right? Sustainable versus people go to training workshops and it's great and they, they get great information and it's good for the day, maybe for a week. In about two weeks, they don't even remember really what they learned in the training program, right? So when you're when you when you're taking on a culture change, it is a process. It's not a one and done kind of process. It takes layered learning. It takes um, processes. I use Mm -hmm. management skills to bring in the change that's needed. We have to start with awareness. We have to make people aware what the problem is. Is there a problem? What is that problem? And um, where do we want to go, right? That's the first step, that awareness. And then they have to desire to want to change. They have to desire to have that change. And once they're aware and they have the desire mm -hmm. to change, they have to assess if they have the ability to change? Do they have the skill sets that's required? They may not. And then, then we have to build in that skill set that's required and, and what, are, what has to be changed and modified. And then once we get those change behaviors in place, we have to make sure that we're reinforcing them, right? For them to be sustainable. So it's a process that takes time, but it, it works. It really does work. And if you want to simplify it, 
love works, right? We're embracing mm. with love. We're teaching, we're teaching skills about love. We're teaching how to communicate. We're teaching how to adjust attitudes, how to identify inward thoughts and behaviors that are triggering behaviors, right? Finding those, uh, those limited beliefs that are, are, are out there uh, that are blocking us, the systemic issues within the organization. And those all come from beliefs. Each person has to change. A team is only as strong as its weakest link, right? Mm -hmm. As 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 we're wrapping up, yes, I recognize I'm in a toxic environment. But at what point, Candice, do I then say to myself, you know, this is where I started out singing, as I'm going to end the show. This is where a lot of us spend a lot of our time. At what point do we then say enough is enough? Because even whether or not it is the, the transformation is ongoing or about to happen, but at what point will you then say to somebody, you know, you probably just need to just leave? When it gets to the point where um, you're not being heard, you're not being valued, there's no efforts being made within that organization to improve those connections and processes. Uh, if, if you've got a, a bully boss and they're attacking you, you need to remove yourself from the organization. People do not leave organizations, they leave bad bosses. The organization itself isn't the problem. It's the people in leadership because people do what people see. And leaders have a responsibility to develop themselves and the people around them and nurture everyone. Not everyone can be developed into a full leader. So the depth of training that you put into each person is different, but we should mm -hmm. be nurturing everyone. We should be giving the job skills necessary to those who need it. And those who have the potential to lead should be developed into strong leaders. And that's their character growth. I sense I will be in touch with you again for us to continue other conversations about leadership. Thanks for sharing, Candice. I enjoy being here. Thanks, Maurice. Thank you so much. I started out saying it, and I'm going to end the show with it. We spend a lot of time at work. And whether it is virtual work or it is face-to-face -face work, we have to find a way to remove some of the tox toxicity, yes, that exists in our workplace. Let's find a way. This was Making It Last podcast. I'm your host, Doreen Daly. Until next time. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live. Making it last